Hello. What is up? I am so excited for this very special episode with my fiance. Yes, we have a very special guest on the show today. His name is Andrew, aka Mr. Bean. Yes, (laughs) that is what I call him. And I am Mrs. Bean, FYI. (laughs) But I've recorded this podcast episode with Andrew actually in my private Facebook group a few, few weeks ago, I believe. So the audio quality might not be the best. I also sit on a chair that like squeaks every like two minutes. So (laughs) I apologize for that, but turn up the volume and, um, It's going to be a good one, I promise you. By the way, if you're not in my free group yet, definitely come and join us. Just check the description box for the link, but I do live trainings in there every week and occasionally bring on Andrew as well to have him share his expertise. But for this episode, Andrew and I discussed how to have a conversation with your partner regarding your struggles around your food and more specifically the binge eating because that was what I particularly struggled with. So I think this is going to be just super helpful, super insightful for you to hear Andrew's perspective, being a partner to someone who struggled with binge eating for many years and what it was like for him to not know anything about my struggles and how we felt after I expressed openly about my struggles to him. Even clients actually who have been hiding this struggle from their partners for many years and You know, that was me for the longest time, and you're going to hear that in this episode. So I wanted to make this episode so that you can find comfort in being open about your food struggles and hear from my partner's side of things about what it actually really looks like to be vulnerable and be open about your struggles. So go ahead Grab a warm blanket, a hot cup of tea, or your beverage of choice, and let's get to it. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. What is going on? Welcome to another episode <laughs> uh, of Tea and Teachings. Tea and Teachings. So this yep. is where I come on and share my expertise as a coach who helps you improve your relationship with food and end the yo-yo diet binge cycle. And today I wanted to bring on my fiance, soon to be husband in like seven weeks. 
So seven weeks. I know it's crazy. I can't say two months anymore. But I know. yes, very close. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about hey Teresa, one of our badass clients. Um, today I wanted to talk about how to have a conversation with your partner when you are struggling with your food, your relationship with food and your body. Um, Because I've been getting so many messages from so many of you ladies who are struggling and holding this struggle all on your own. Like your partner doesn't even have a clue of what you are struggling with. And sometimes we feel frustrated because they just don't understand exactly what you're going through. Um, you know, I, I've been getting um, responses like, you know, they'll just tell me to, you know, just eat less and just, you know, portion control. But if you're somebody who struggles with binging and, and overeating and emotional eating, you know that sometimes that advice can literally be worse than them not saying anything at all. Absolutely. So um, now that I fully recovered and no longer struggle with anything food and body related, I wanted to bring on Andrew so that we can really discuss um, how to actually have that conversation and what goes on in, in his mind um, when you know this when the struggle is happening and after conquering the the struggle as well. Absolutely, I think the important thing to to note is. Obviously, no two partners are the same. I cannot speak for all of your partners, and I cannot speak for all men. However, I'm going to give you the types of things that were going through my mind and basically how to go through that that conversation. At the end of the day, as a partner, and as your partners, of course, are with you, they, they signed on for one thing, and that was to be a part of your happiness, to be a part of a life that, of course, you could enjoy. And they ultimately want you to be happy. I can safely tell you though that sometimes, unless you're incredibly direct about what you need, the other person's also not a mind reader. So it's really tough for them to figure out how they can truly support you if they don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. One thing that I can communicate is, is if you have not told your partner that you're struggling with something, that is step one. Because the baggage, the extra baggage that you're carrying can be seen by everyone. Mm -hmm. Not just your partner, it can be seen by everyone else. So just because you say nothing's going on, everything is fine, nope, I'm okay, your mood, your attitude, the things that you do on the day-to-day completely reflect the opposite. So you're not fooling anybody by that, you're just carrying extra baggage, right? Mm -hmm. Me as a partner, I saw that externally. However, I'm a very direct person, so I ask, what's wrong, right? Now you're like, yeah, he's very direct, <laughs> sometimes too direct. And, and I also come off as a, as obviously I got to work on that. I got to work on being less abrasive. I'm like sandpaper, but a fine sandpaper, you know? <laughs> uh, but the, the next thing is, especially when we were having conversations and when Lorna was sharing with me, when she first told me that she had, you know, that she was struggling with binge eating, I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what on earth is binge eating? So obviously I asked her a bunch of questions because I didn't understand what the condition was. And then the tough thing is, is I can't relate. I can't relate to know what she's going through when it came to binge eating. I can't relate to her struggle. However, here's what as a partner I can relate to. She is having a hard time and I need to be able to support her 
because she's struggling right now. That is one thing that every partner universally relates to. If you're struggling with anything in life, they don't have to understand. Mm -hmm. They just have to know that you're hurting. And from that, that changes their perspective. Mm -hmm. Any good partner, okay? And and I'm being very selective with my words. Any good partner cares. If you have a partner, they respect you. They care for you. They want what's best for you. So you don't have to share when you start the whole thing. Because Lorna didn't. She didn't at the beginning. She was like, listen, I'm kind of going through a few things. And as I accepted that conversation, it gave an opening for us to speak more freely about what specifically she was struggling with. Here's the best part. Your partner does not have to relate to your struggle. They just have to understand enough to be open to support you. And that, I think, is one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes there is this shame. There's this, you know, embarrassment of, you know, like, what is, what are they going to think? You know, like, what are they going to think of me? That was my thing. Like when I was struggling years ago, the reason I didn't want to bring it up to him, I was like, he's going to think I'm literally batshit crazy. Like he's going to think I'm, I'm this crazy person, you know, so crazy around food. Um, and everything that I would do would never be around people. Like I would never binge in front of people. So he never fully saw what was going on it would always be you know kind of in secret and that's why I kept this as a secret and that's why you might be keeping this as a it's so bright um as a secret as well but like he said it just it creates so much more stress on yourself to have to hold the struggle on your own and to be so secretive towards things you talked for a second about feeling shame or guilt mm-hmm. when it came to talking about it. Your partner has seen you go to the washroom. Your partner has seen you in probably clothes that nobody else has seen you in. They've done and experienced things with you, which like to any regular person would be like, whoa, like this is not going to be something that ends your relationship. It's mm-hmm. not. And like I said, any good partner is going to support you. So there's nothing to feel guilty about. There's certainly nothing to feel shame about because for those of you who have men as partners, I'm sure you have seen terrible and disgusting things and you're still with them. So from that aspect, it's, that is like, that's a feeling that you feel, Mm -hmm. but not a feeling that your partner feels. And that's the one thing is like, you know, as a partner, and, and it's something me and Lorna talk about uh, a lot, is you, you never want to assume what the other person is thinking because you don't know. You don't know unless you ask. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times the things that you're playing out or the scenarios that are in your brain are significantly worse than what that person's actually thinking. Yeah. And I think um, another thing, too, is I feel like sharing what I was going through made us like even closer. Of course it did. You know, and uh, I think Brene Brown says, um, vulnerability breeds vulnerability. And when you are able to share something with the person that you love and you are open and you're vulnerable about, vulnerable about it, 
they feel like they can open up. They feel like they can, you know, share things with you. And I feel like that just deepened our, not only our relationship, but the trust factor, the vulnerability factor, and Mm -hmm. everything else seems more comforting in, in conversations. And the best part is when you have one of those days where you, you know, you binge or you slip up and maybe you're in a shit mood, it's, they can then understand that it's not them, right? It's nothing against them. You're just going through, you know, you're going through it right now and they can um, have a more eye-opening approach to this versus, you know, just being in a shit mood and, you know, not really explaining, explaining, you know, kind of what's going on. Right. And honestly, that is the first step to getting your partner in your corner is they have to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because any like trust breeds respect. Mm-hmm. And if you have respect and you have trust, you have a healthy relationship. If you don't have either of those things, then there's always aspects that you're, you're going to argue and not agree about because your, your partner first has to understand what's going on. And again, they're not going to be on the same page because they're not having the same struggle as you, but that's fine. They don't have to be on the same page to help. They just have to know what's next. So once you tell them what's going on and you have that conversation, even if it's something so vague as, listen, I'm having a food problem. Like if that's, if that's like the first most basic toe step into the water, Mm -hmm. then take it. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I don't right. even think I didn't even tell you fully. Like I didn't say like, "Hey, I'm struggling with binge eating." I think I just, no. I actually think I texted actually, you. Yeah, you told me through text message. <laughs> so it was like a, a long thing, and then after she sent me like, a, it, it was literally like an essay. Of course, I, I read the whole thing. No, it was it was long, and then I was like, "But why didn't you just tell me in person?" Well, for those of you ladies, that was, yeah, because it was hard. It was hard for her to talk about. And that's what she said. And I understood that. Right. But sometimes in the moment, like you, it, like as, as it takes you longer and longer to talk about it, there's this weird tension that builds that's built on top of nothing. Mm -hmm. So you have this tension that holds an obscene amount of space in time, which is like, just swipe that stuff away because mm-hmm. it's not needed. And majority of men are very direct. And if you can be as, as kind of open as possible, they're going to appreciate that, you mm-hmm. know? And again, there's nothing wrong with sending it as a text message. I appreciated her sharing. Mm-hmm. My next thing though was like, why didn't you tell me sooner? Mm-hmm. Because the sooner I know is the sooner we can tackle a problem is the sooner you can get the support you need. Mm-hmm. So that's step one. Mm-hmm. Step two is then your partner is going to ask you, so how can I help? Right? You may not know the answer to that and that's fine, but you have to be open and say, you know, you might not be able to help me, but I need to seek for solutions or I need to search for help or mm-hmm. I need to, to get a coach for this. Mm-hmm. Well then in that case, they can now be a part of that, but know that they are not the reason of that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like, I have a problem and I don't know how you can help and you're not helping, then they feel I'm not helping. And that doesn't, it doesn't create a sense of relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it sometimes can, you know, feel even, even more of a challenge when you're trying to get your partner 
to be the coach to, to help you. And like Andrew said, you know, they might not be able to relate to anything that you say. They might not even know what, you know, binging feels like, what emotional eating, you know, feels like. They might, but when they don't fully understand, it can it can create tension when they're when you're trying to get them to support you, but they don't know how. And that's why it's important to have them understand what you're going through, even if it's at a base level, just so that they can be there for you, they can support you, they can comfort you. Um, but not expecting them to, to, to hand you, you know, the manual book and say, oh yeah, you just got to do this and this and this because they just simply don't know how. You, the conversation is not supposed to add pressure from either side. Yeah. It's supposed to relieve pressure. Mm-hmm. So if you're expecting your client or your, um, holy cow, I always refer to everybody as clients now, <laughs> your, your partner to like come up with a miracle cure, it, it, it won't give a sense of relief to them. Mm-hmm. But if you're communicating with that, then that's the important thing, yeah. right? Now, I think an important thing to address too is we come in contact with a lot of people whose partners are not supportive. Mm-hmm. And I want you to understand that that's normal. It's not a you thing. It's not even a them thing. Right now, Sometimes partners are in the same book and they're reading the same page. Sometimes partners are not on the same book reading the same page. doesn't mean you don't still care about each other. That's totally fine. There are a lot of things that me and Lorna don't see eye to eye with now. For example, even, you know, certain business decisions, the online coaching, the other stuff. It took me a while to get into that book. And then I read that page and I was like, this is genius. Why didn't we do it before? And she was like, I told you, right? Sometimes you have to lead by example to show them that you are going to change and that you're willing to change and that you're actively seeking help. And then they take along because here's the thing. You have the people who are on ship when you start a journey and you have the people who, as you start becoming successful, then join the ship through that journey. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a partner that's supporting you now or that's supportive now, that's fine. As you start to change and as you start to better, they will love the positivity and the changes Mm -hmm. that come with your growth and development, and they will join you eventually. They're just not on the same page right now, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I tell Lorna it's okay to disagree all the time, Mm -hmm. right? We don't have to acknowledge that. We just have to know, you know, as long as I know as a partner that she's working towards herself and the things that she wants, I respect that. And that's the whole thing about the respect in that line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head there. And I think this, this whole purpose of this video is to really just remind you that like holding this struggle on your own is such a burden. It's, it's (laughs) such a burden and it's, you know, like the, the, the struggle alone is a struggle. And then holding this on your own is an even heavier and deeper weight that you don't need to hold alone. And yes, it may be, you know, difficult for you to share. It might feel really vulnerable. It might be, you know, really scary, but I promise you because I've been there, I've done that. And it's the the most freeing aspect is to just be open and share um, because 
your partner wants to know. Your partner wants to support you. There's nothing worse than you being in a shit mood and complaining about your body and complaining about the fact that you just ate so much and you feel like shit and he doesn't actually know what is like internally going on. Yeah. So being open is um, so critically important, so important. And I promise you, you're going to feel like there's literally a weight just lifted off of you and your relationship is, is going to get better. It's going it to get is. better for sure. It is. When two people are on the same page and, and like you're in your relationship with food starts to heal, that's huge. But mm-hmm. Again, I mean, the big thing is have that conversation. This video is made to, of course, open communication. Mm-hmm. Communicate with the people in this group because I know these ladies are amazing and they're powerful. And again, seek that coaching, seek that guidance to be able to work through this. Don't mm-hmm. just talk about something because talking about something doesn't move the needle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you've got to be able to, if you don't know that, then this lady right here. Mm-hmm. She, she's the girl, the gal for it. That's yeah. Important. And if you are, if you've been wanting maybe to share this with your partner and you maybe after even watching this, you're like, okay, it's definitely a good idea for me to be open about it, but you still have some questions or you want to know exactly how maybe I, I did it. You know, when I've told him, what was it like four years ago or whatnot, yeah. um, definitely send me a DM, send me a message and I can support you with that because it is the most freeing thing in the world. And you deserve to uh, not only find freedom, but you deserve to have that support as well. Yeah. You deserve to be happy mm-hmm. and your partner deserves to be happy. Yeah. Cause just like she said, all the things that are going through your mind right now as a partner, when someone's in a bad mood, when someone's having a bad day, doesn't matter whether it's food related or whatever, here's what we think. Geez, what the heck did I do now? Man, what is going on? How can I fix this? When is this going to end? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to go to bed in a bad mood today. Mm-hmm. These are all of the things that we experience on the other side. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to say something to feel that level of tension. Yeah. Right? You can just feel it. So, Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So stop holding the struggle on your own. Um, be open with your partner, reach out to me for expert coaching and expert, you know, support, or even if you just need to, you know, have a conversation of how to navigate this with your partner, definitely reach out to me because I've been there. I've done it and I've got you girl. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so stop, be open, reach out. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is that? Wait, let's do it together. So stop, stop, be be open, open, reach out. out. (laughs) That's it. All right, you guys. Have a good rest of your night. Chat with you later. Bye. All right. That is all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have been enjoying this podcast so far, it would mean so much if you could subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review so this will allow me to get my message across to so many more women who are wanting to find more freedom with food and end binge eating. I love you all so much and I'll catch you in the next episode.